Coming up on today's show, suspensions are in for Jawan Howard and everybody else involved in the big scuffle between Michigan and Wisconsin over the weekend. Plus, we've got games to recap here from yesterday. We're going to get into all of it right now on Locked On Big Ten. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Big Ten, everything you need to know about the conference every day of the week. Thank you for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every weekday. Again, coming up on today's show, suspensions are in after the fight half fight slap in the face that we had on Sunday between Juwan Howard and Wisconsin's coaching staff and some players at the end too. We'll break down all of that and also get into a little bit of what that may mean for Michigan going forward. Also, a couple of good games in the Big Ten yesterday. We got to recap what it means for a big win for Iowa and also another good one for Northwestern, although it may not end up affecting too many things for the Wildcats beating Nebraska. We'll talk over all of that in a moment Two. Those scores, by the way, as we get into the things you may have missed last night in the Big Ten, it was number 25 Iowa, new into the top 25, we'll get to that in a minute, defeating Michigan State, no longer in the top 25. Final score, 86-60, to 60. so uh, it looks like the pollsters may have gotten that one right. Again, the Hawkeyes demolish Michigan State in Iowa, and also in two teams near the bottom of the Big Ten, it was Northwestern picking up a win over Nebraska. Final score, 77-65. to Cornhuskers still just sitting at that one Big Ten win on the season. As far as today's games, two matchups across the Big Ten that are going to be good ones here tonight. First off, number 13, Wisconsin faces off against Minnesota on the road. Badgers and Gophers at two different levels right now. But, of course, big rivalry matchup whenever those two teams meet. You know it's going to be a good one. And then later on, a couple of tournament teams, as it stands right now, are fighting for positioning. Michigan just barely in gets its first test without Jawan Howard and without a couple players as well. It'll be at home against Rutgers. We'll talk more about that one when we get into everything going on with Michigan here in just a second. Let's look around all the scores from the Big Ten yesterday. We've got polls and rankings to get to as well. New top 25 is out, as I mentioned. Teams moving in and out in the Big Ten. It had been a pretty consistent five teams in the top 25 that we'd had in the Big Ten for a while, but this week things get switched up a bit. Iowa sneaks in as number 25, while Michigan State actually falls out. The rankings right now as far as the AP polls go. Purdue's at number four, Wisconsin 13, Illinois 15, Ohio State 22, Iowa, again, sneaks in at 25, and then there's actually two Big Ten teams right off the top 25, teams that would be 26 and 27 if the rankings went that far. It is Michigan State just barely missing the rankings at number 26, and then Rutgers is right behind them. Scarlet Knights, of course, have been impressing people as of late. They sit as it goes right now, at least according to the AP, as the number 27 team in the nation. So plenty of strong representation across the Big Ten in the top 25, but also a couple of teams getting dangerously close to falling out of the field of 68, according to Joe Lenardi. Uh, Lenardi posted, actually, it was on Tuesday, yesterday, yeah, a picture of 
all of his 68 teams. He releases a full bracket about once a week and, of course, has updates on things going on every day. So in the newest full bracket that he has out, again, this is not counting the games from last night. This came out on Tuesday in the afternoon, I believe it was. It was number... Or, um, it was, yes, it was Purdue as a two seed. Illinois and Wisconsin are at the three line. Ohio State five, Michigan State six, Iowa seven, Rutgers a 10 seed, and then Michigan and Indiana, both right now, according to Lenardi, in the last four teams in this field. So things are getting very close for the Wolverines and the Hoosiers. Of course, both those teams have plenty of big games coming up, including a big one tonight for Michigan to try and get itself a little bit safer. So that's where it stands right now. Five ranked Big Ten teams. I'm making sure I'm counting right. One, two, three, four. Yes, five, with two just barely outside. And also nine teams, at least as it stands right now with the projections, in the field of 68. It's going to be close as we get down to the very end of things. Some games may have to work just exactly a certain way to make it all feel like it will happen. But I really think there's the possibility of getting all nine of these teams into this NCAA tournament. All of them have been playing well. All of them are seemingly doing the things at the right time, except for like Indiana, but it's going to be really close at the end. And I'm really interested to see what this selection committee does if there are a couple of teams that are right on the edge in the Big Ten. But again, that's a conversation for at least a little bit longer down the road still. Let's look at everything going on in the Big Ten right now. Went over the results, really rankings and just polls so far. But when we come back, let's talk about what actually happened with the suspensions with Jawan Howard, some players, and the Wisconsin coaching staff as well. What does it mean also for the future of Michigan as it tries to get into the tournament, sitting right on that bubble right now? That's coming up here in just a minute as we continue along on Locked On Big Ten. Well, for a lot of people, February is the month that you give up on that New Year's resolution, let's be honest. But if you've done a good job sticking to it so far, but maybe you've started to feel those temptations and cravings getting back in there, if you're trying to get healthy in 2022, you can get the health while keeping the great taste over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's got everything that you want as far as nutrients go. We're talking more than 15 grams of carbs without filling you up on anything you don't need. Less than five net grams of carbs and sugars. I, I believe I said carbs before. Protein, 15 grams of protein is what you're getting out of the bars. Built Bar has everything that you could need as far as flavors go. They're coming out with new flavors all the time. And when you just open it up, it, again, looks like a candy bar. It doesn't look like a protein bar. And it tastes like a candy bar, too. 100% real chocolate in all the bars. And again, you're getting all the value that you need with all the flavors that you could ever want at Built.com. You can head on over there right now and also save a little bit more money by using our code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your order. And BuiltBar.com. Again, or I'm sorry, Built.com. Built.com to get a built bar or any of the other stuff that they have out there. The powders you can put in the drinks, little jello shot kind of things that will get you the energy to get through the day. Whatever it is that you need it for, Built Bar has the ingredients that you want and the ones that you need. It's built.com and again, locked 15 to get 15% off your order. Welcome back here on Locked On Big Ten. I'm Nate Dickinson. We're talking about these suspensions that are now out for the Michigan and Wisconsin basketball teams after what happened on Sunday. If you don't know, I don't know how you missed it, but you can go back and listen into our Monday show for my breakdown on what was a bit of a 
punch slash, slash slap from Jawan Howard and then a whole bunch of ensuing things. But anyway, here are the results of that as the Big Ten brings out its discipline. Head coach Jawan Howard from the Michigan Wolverines is suspended five games, starting with tonight's matchup against Rutgers. That will take Michigan all the way to the end of the regular season. So until the Big Ten tournament, it is no Jawan Howard on the sidelines for Michigan. As far as the Wolverines go, they also lose two players for one game. That game coming up again here against Rutgers tonight. It was Terrence Williams and Musa Diabate, both suspended a game. A Wisconsin player, Jacoby Neath, has also been suspended for a single game, and Wisconsin head coach Greg Gard was given a $10,000 fine. Uh, the assistant coach, Joe Krabenhoff, that Jawan Howard actually struck was not given any discipline by the Big Ten Conference. In the official statement from the Big Ten and Commissioner Kevin Warren, here is his direct quote, and I quote, Big Ten Conference coaches and student-athletes are expected to display the highest level of sportsmanship conduct. I am grateful for the partnership with Michigan Athletics Director Ward Manuel and Wisconsin Athletics Director Chris McIntosh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but again, the main statement, expected to display, display the highest level of sportsmanship conduct, which of course we did not see at the end of that game between Michigan and Wisconsin. So that's the, the actual logistics of it all. The people who are out, Michigan's going to lose a couple players for this one game against Rutgers. Wisconsin loses one as well. And Michigan without Jawan Howard for the rest of the regular season. So what does this mean for the Wolverines tournament chances? Michigan right now just sitting right at the edge of that field of 68 and has a chance at least, a chance to be able to get into this tournament at least pretty safely, not really have to worry about Selection Sunday if it can pick up some big wins in these last five games. The chances are there on the schedule, but can they do it without Jawan Howard? I feel like with the Big Ten's decision here, this was the let's make sure we cover our footsteps or make sure we cover our tracks here, while at the same time giving Michigan still the best opportunity to make that NCAA tournament because it's an odd balance they have. Uh, the Michigan Wolverines are a team that the Big Ten has to discipline. You can't let what Jawan Howard did happen, obviously. So you have to have that coming down. But at the same time, the Big Ten's job is also to make as many NCAA tournament teams' resumes look good as possible. I mean, we talked about it all throughout the football season, about making that college football playoff. And we're going to talk about it here as we get closer to Selection Sunday. One of the goals of the conference is to serve these schools in trying to get them into this tournament. It means more money, and we don't have to talk about all that kind of stuff right now. But with that in mind, you think about the suspension that comes down. Yes, you don't have your head coach for the rest of the regular season, and that could really, really hurt. But at the same time, the assistant coaching staff here is perfectly capable of running the Michigan program. We are at the end of the regular season, only about a week and a half, two weeks left. So how much of a difference would Jawan Howard on that sideline make, really? Not to say he isn't, of course, a valuable coach, but I'm saying as far as just the game that Michigan is going to play, this obviously doesn't hurt the Wolverines as much as it would in November or December. This team really at this time kind of, I think, knows what it is at least a little bit more than it did at the beginning of the season for sure. But uh, I feel like they're confident in what they're going to be able to do. So losing Howard may not be that big of a hit. Of course, you lose Diabate and Williams for tonight's game, but that's only the one game. It's against another NCAA tournament team. I don't know if people are super surprised if Michigan loses to Rutgers. I don't think it hurts them that much. And, of course, the win helps a whole lot still. 
So when you're talking about the setback for Michigan, when this happens, I'm just like, he can't do this, Jawan Howard. This is the end of the season. Your team's right on the edge of that field of 68. They need you out there. But as I look at it, I, I really don't know if the Wolverines do need Jawan Howard out there right now. Again, it's not that he's a bad coach. It's just that at this point in the season, for these five games, I feel like the Wolverines are going to be able to get by without him actually there, being able to even do the things that he would have wanted to do anyway. This team is a team, right? And while Howard is the leader of it, it is capable of operating for five games without him physically there on the sideline. I believe that. So in this Big Ten decision, obviously, again, they do everything they had to. They get Jawan Howard suspended for the rest of the regular season. They can point into that and say, hey, that's going to hurt Michigan as far as what it can do the rest of the way. But at the same time, you're not really affecting the basketball play all that much. You're still letting Michigan have a good enough fighter's chance to be able to win any of these games the rest of the way. You're not handicapping their roster in that way. And at the same time, not only is Jawan Howard out maybe not going to be that much of an impact as far as the actual games go this five games, but if Michigan wins without him, don't those wins look that much more impressive to a tournament committee? I don't know. I don't know. I, this is me kind of getting a little bit big-brained here and out of my head, but I feel like the Big Den did a masterful job here in making sure that it properly suspended who needed to be suspended, while at the same time being like, all right, Michigan, we can't just end your season here. Let's make sure you still got a really, really good opportunity to make this turn. Mission accomplished, if you ask me. Coming up in a minute, we've got a couple of games to go over from last night and a couple to get into here for tonight. We talked already a lot about Michigan Rutgers. Wisconsin plays Minnesota this evening. But, of course, we've got a couple of games from yesterday to recap, too. A big win for Iowa. How did that happen? And Northwestern beat Nebraska, too. We'll touch on that one as well. That's coming up right here on Locked On Big Ten. Bet online is the place to go for all of your sports betting needs, whether it be the props, parlays, just straight up game odds on anything that you could possibly think to put your money on. Bet online has you covered with all the odds that you need, the best lines that you can find out there, and also the kind of news, podcasts, updates to stay knowledgeable and make sure that you're putting your money in the smartest places. Head on over to Bet Online right now to see what I'm talking about. It's got a brand new user face, the website. If you're sports better, you know. Some of these websites just look terrible. Bet Online has a new one that has a nice looking user interface for everyone to feel comfortable in. So go on, check it out, start making money over there today. It's Bet Online, where the game starts. Back in here on Locked On Big Ten, and we're recapping the games from yesterday. And really, I want to just talk a little bit more about Iowa and Michigan State. I mean, Nebraska and Northwestern, obviously Northwestern picks up a solid win. Nebraska only has one win in the Big Ten still. So while both those teams both aren't very good, to be honest. Uh, I'm going to move over to the Michigan State-Iowa game. Uh, Pete Nance, though, with 20 points. I, I do have to give him a shout-out there. Had a nice little game for Northwestern. Moving on to Michigan State and Iowa, though. I want to talk about just something that I feel like I've talked about a lot this season with Michigan State that I think manifested itself to a very extreme level, but still... It's something worth noting here yesterday. The final score, 86-60. to 60, and, and, I mean, that's, of course, just pr brutal. But as you look at the box score here, it was one of the worst shooting nights of the season for Michigan State. And, and to be fair, when I have my criticisms here, I know State fans are going to be saying, hey, th this was just our worst shooting game of the year. This was a fluke. 
but it was still a 26-point loss. And yes, Michigan shot, Michigan State shot about like 30% from the field, but at the same time, nobody from Michigan State really stepped up in any way. Malik Hall off the bench had 17 points for the Spartans, but no starter hit double digits. And this is what I talked about with Michigan State, about not having the guy. Michigan State has a lot of guys. A lot of guys who can come out and win a game for you any day of the week. But there's a difference between having guys and having the guy. The guy like a Keegan Murray, who you know is going to bring it every single night. So while Michigan State could easily beat anyone any day, I know that. We saw yesterday what happens when nobody shows up for the Spartans. Because they don't have the guy who will be there every game. Michigan State will do just fine going through the regular season getting their performances from this guy and that guy as the season goes on. But every once in a while, you're going to get a game where nobody is the guy. A couple people have okay nights, guy has a good night maybe, but nobody has that great night that leads you to a win. And when it happened so severely as it did yesterday, again, no one, none of the starters in double digits, nobody hitting shots, then you get into a situation where a guy like Keegan Murray not only beat you by himself, really, but beat you by himself easily. That Iowa Hawkeye team had no trouble with Michigan State's, at least defense, the entire game. They were scoring, it was 40 points each quarter, and holding Michigan State down, of course, while they couldn't make shots. But Keegan Murray drops, what was it, 28 points for the Iowa Hawkeyes in that game? That's something that when nobody else is shooting, Michigan State doesn't have the Keegan Murray to carry everybody else. And again, a 26-point deficit and loss does not happen off of that alone. I understand that a lot of this was just the fact that Michigan State went cold. But at the same time, when everybody else goes cold, that's when the best teams have the guy. That's when the guy steps up. And Michigan State does not have a guy to turn to. When it happens, Keegan Murray buries you. And that is what happened to Michigan State. So Michigan State maybe has a problem to try and fix as we get into the last couple of weeks of the season. Michigan, of course, has a whole lot to get into. We're going to talk about it with Isaiah Hull tomorrow on the program. And as since we missed yesterday here on the show, I told you I'm in the process of going through moving changes. You may see if you're watching on the show, we got a new little setup here as far as my background goes. But we are ready and back again. We'll double up on an episode here on Thursday to make sure that you're all caught up on everything that we missed. I'll be back again tomorrow then here on Locked On Big Ten. Until then, thank you for making us your first listen every weekday.